everyone, it's Halloween Girl. So today's episode, we are going to be doing um, spooky destinations. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please let me know. Number one, the catacombs of the Capuchins, Italy. A two-year-old girl with curly blonde hair who appears to be sleeping behind the glass of her coffin is among the 1,200 mummified corpses, many fully dressed and positioned as if they were still alive. And these catacombs beneath Palermo, Italy, visitors are drawn to the toddler named Rosalia, who is said to open and close her eyes several times a day. The catacombs date back to the 16th century with early preserved bodies, including priests, monks, children, professionals, and all segregated by gender and arranged on shells in tableau. Number two. Bachelor's Grove Cemetery, Illinois. The sad spirit of the lady in white wanders among the tombstones, usually at night, in search of her little sister's headstone, which may have been stolen by vandals in this one-acre graveyard that once only held the remains of unmarried men located at the end of a lonely road. The cemetery is a hotbed of paranormal activity, from strange lights to mysterious forces that make GPS devices go haywire. Number three, Hollywood Forever, California. Who is the woman in black who returns every year to place flowers on the grave of silent movie? heartthrob Rudolph Valentino. Some say she's the spirit of a fan, others a former lover. This star-studded graveyard behind Paramount Studios in LA is the final resting place for the likes of Judy Garland and the dog that played the Wizard of Oz's Toto. Jane Mansfield and Johnny Ramone, among many other celebrities. El Campo, Santo California. Located near San Diego's most haunted mansion, the Whaley House, this Catholic cemetery was used from 1849 to 1880, but some of the graves are believed to have been dug up and moved or just paved over when street were constructed that agitated the trapped souls who have been known to express their dissatisfaction by triggering surrounding security alarms, turning on appliances, and flickering the lights. Number five, Salem Church Cemetery, Ohio. This pioneer cemetery that once served as a church burial ground until the church burned down in the 
1960s is haunted by both a murderer and his victim, a coal miner named Thomas D. Carr, who in 1869 slashed the throat of his 13-year-old fiancée, Louisa Fox, when she and her parents abruptly called off the wedding. After confessing, Carr was hanged. Fox's spirit roams near her headstone while her killer's ghost visits from his grave at night at the old courthouse. Number six, Westminster Hall Catacombs, Maryland. Edgar Allan Poe's grave was moved twice, so it's no wonder this brighter spirit is said to restlessly wander the old cemetery, seeking peace, or even a peaceful place to rest for eternity. At least Poe got an outdoor plot. Many of the other dead lie in catacombs created when Westminster Hall Church was built over parts of the cemetery in the 1850s. There are tombs left to decay in the dark after the church was abandoned until a nonprofit came to the rescue in the 1970s. Number seven, La Fesilita Cemetery, Argentina. A city for the dead with pathways between the rows of 6,000 ornates tombs, this graveyard in the heart of Buenos Aires was built in 1822. It's now a popular attraction for tourists visiting the grave of Eva Perón and ghost hunters hoping for a glimpse of La Ricoleta's most famous spirit, Rufina Campesetas, a 19-year-old socialist who was buried in the family tomb in 1902. A few days later, cemetery keepers noticed that the coffin had fallen. When they opened it, they found the girl covered in bruises and scratches. It's believed she tried to claw her way out, but died from a heart attack. This time, for real, she is said to wander the grounds at night. Number 8. Jewish Cemetery, Sick Republic This graveyard is the oldest surviving cemetery in Prague operating from before the 15th century through the 1700s. It holds about 100,000 bodies, including those of leading Jewish figures in history. And it's so crowded that crumbling headstones lean up against each other, while as many as a dozen corpses are stacked in each plot with more dirt brought in to accommodate additional burials. Number nine, San Michael Cemetery, Italy. The official graveyard for Venetians for two centuries, this island of the dead in the lagoon in sight of the famed Canal City holds such luminaries as Igor Stra Stravinsky, Joseph Brodsky, 
and Ezra Pound. For some, it's not so much a final resting place as a long-term rental. Due to space restrictions, families that couldn't afford the unpaid had their loved ones' remains moved to an oshori after about 10 years. Number 10, Hanging Coffins, Philippines. The dead dangle from the sides of sheer cliffs high above the jungles of Luzon Island, where for centuries the indigenous Igorots of Sagara Echo Valley squeezed their late left ones into a three-foot-long casket, often breaking bones to make the corpses fit, then hung the caskets on the cliff or stuffed them in crevices. The Igorots believed that the more the departed were loved in life, the higher up the cliff they should be placed. Alright y'all, that's the end of this episode and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a great night and a good night's rest and a good week and weekend and all of that. And I do also want to say, if you ever do need a friend to talk to about absolutely anything, you can check me out my seven cups. Um, it is in the link description, so check me out there. And I hope you are doing well, and I'm always here for you. And all right, y'all, I'll see y'all in the next episode. And I love you all, and mwah, adios.